Welcome, everyone, uh, to the Power of Words series. We're in share number two. We're talking about not causing pain with words. And the Chinuch adds that we must be careful not to cause even young children any pain with words unless it is absolutely necessary to teach them proper ways to behave. This applies even to one's own sons and daughters. A person who is careful in these matters will live a long life full of blessing and honor. There's something to remember because, yes, we need to discipline our children. We're not their friends. We have to sometimes guide them in, in a way that they may not like, for example, even a young kid crossing the street, you have to, a kid doesn't realize it, you give them a little uh, thing on, on his hand that he realizes this is a, he can't do this. So you have to give him discipline or her discipline, the child, but the child is a pikadin of Hashem to you. And you have to treat a child with a kindness and compassion and be sensitive to them. And you can't, Halila, cause them hurt with words uh, that are unnecessary or harmful. The Chinuch concludes with the following. The prohibition does not apply in those instances when someone starts up by insulting you. The Torah does not obligate a person to be like a stone and remain silent when someone curses and insults him. Rather, the Torah commandment is that we should keep a distance from a Nostavarim and we should not start up with others by insulting them. As a rule, a person does not insult others a person who does not insult others will be saved from many quarrels. When you are extremely careful not to cause others pain with words, the only people who will insult you are idiots, and one needs not to pay attention to what an idiot says. Even if someone insulting you uh, that uh, causes you to reply, a wise person will be careful to reply with cleverness and as pleasantly as possible. He will not become angry because anger is for fools. We can learn that we are permitted to reply to insults from the law that we are permitted to protect our lives and property. When your life is in danger, you're permitted to kill a person who is trying to kill you. We are not obligated to allow others to cause us damage or harm. We are permitted to do what is necessary to protect our property, similar than we are permitted to say things to others to protect our own dignity. Nevertheless, there are elevated people who are able to remain silent even though others insult them. And the sages have praised them highly for their elevated level. So here you see also that if someone is a victim of, of verbal abuse, emotional verbal abuse, that's definitely a hetter and sometimes even a chiv to learn how to defend yourself against that. Um, and, and so that, that's a very, very important point. And if you're not sure, you ask a shayla, but you sometimes have to defend yourself with a wisdom against someone who is verbally attacking you. I just want to, one point I want to bring out. This, I spoke to Rav Pam once, and it was a very fascinating answer. This din that he, the Chinuch talks about, Chavetz Chaim brings it down in the Be'er Mayim Chaim, and he says that, that um, this actual point, that at the moment that someone is yelling and insulting you, you are not over anything if you respond back even sharply. Because right? a person, Hashem doesn't expect you to be like a stone, that you don't have feelings. Hashem acknowledges that you have feelings, so Mimela, at the moment when you're attacked and you yell back and you respond sharply back to Him, you're not being over anything because you're not expected to be ke'even, like a stone, or something that, that Lushen. 
But if you're able to overcome that, then you it's it, then you really should hold yourself back and not yell back. So I asked Rapam once. I said, "How does a person know that he he can't help himself? Maybe when someone insults him, right, and then you insult him back, it's technically mutter. But the Chavetz Chaim says if you if but 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 if you are an elevated person, then you shouldn't respond back. So I asked." Maybe Hashem knows that it's in your ability to be quiet, and in, and you insulted him. Maybe you're responsible because of that. So he answered when the Chavetz Chaim says that a person will not respond back. Um, you know, if he has higher midas, elevated midas, that he that he, it's not that he shouldn't respond back. It's that he wouldn't respond back. Meaning, what Rapan was saying is, is that you, you, a uh, person that worked on his midos, and then, then when someone insults him, he'll be at a stage and at a point where he won't feel the need to insult him back. And as you're not yet fully worked on it, you'll feel that sting, and you will respond back. But again, this is only during the time of the actual instigation where there is a heter to respond back in those ways. You can look at the Chavaz Chaim for more detailed dinim on this. But afterwards, certainly, and to be mamshechet is, is not. So one major thing in this lesson really is to learn about the not causing pain even to young children. It's a serious thing to treat children with sensitivity, even when they misbehave, or teenagers that misbehave. There's certain times where you need to put your foot down, and that's the healthy thing of setting borders, but it has to do be done with a wisdom, not out of cruelty, not out of frustration, not, of, not out of being in a bad mood, but because of to help the person, but in general to be very careful. As Rapam always used to say, people are very, very sensitive, and we need to take care not to hurt anybody. Brachen